This is the Novice Novelist Podcast, Episode 6. Join us in a world where creativity thrives, ideas come to life, and dreams become a reality. Welcome, listeners, to the Novice Novelist Podcast. Welcome back to the Novice Novelist Podcast, where the uh, the creative writing students at Port Clinton High School are sharing some insight. Uh, they're currently writing their own novels and uh, are on the podcast to talk a little bit about the process, and today to talk a little bit about which famous stories or novels uh, have the best film adaptations. So which books have become the best movies, and hopefully one day, one of these two gentlemen we have on here will uh, we'll see their novel become a movie. So on the podcast today, we have uh, two uh, junior and a senior. So a junior on the podcast, Zane Manning, and a senior, Ryan Nelson. Uh, Zane, tell us a little bit about yourself. I play football and basketball here at the high school. I also run track. I'm in leadership council, and I'm on uh, the PRC Youth Council. All right, very good. Ryan? Uh, I'm involved in DECA, the debate team, and after high school, I plan to attend the University of Richmond to one day own my own practice as an attorney. So. All right, cool. Lofty goals there. I like it. All right, so uh, they're on the podcast today, and, and typically we do an interview format. Today is going to be a little bit more of back and forth between these two. Um, so basically, I just want you guys to throw out uh, kind of like your first choice. What is the best film adaptation of a book that you can think of off the top of your head? Ryan, we're going to go with you first. Um, honestly, it's very difficult for me. I'd have to say maybe Forrest Gump or Fight Club. I really love Forrest Gump and I love how it captures um, past events and brings him through all of it and the symbolism behind everything. So. Okay, Forrest Gump and Fight Club. You know what's unique about both of those is that I don't know if people know that those were novels yeah. before they became movies, which is pretty good to your argument because <laughs> that means that the movies were a lot better than the books, right? Yeah, absolutely. Zane, do you have any that are kind of like that? Um, Jurassic Park, a lot mm. of people don't actually know that it was a novel first, and it was a novel in 1990 by Michael Crean, and it just like has this like basic premises of being a dinosaur theme park, and it took that in the film to be in, like making you feel as if you were there, and it uh, also transformed the story into like man versus nature, and I really like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think a lot of people know Jurassic Park was a, a book either, mm. because the book kind of got like like nobody even knew it existed. And then all of a sudden you had this like giant movie series that became this brand. And now Jurassic worlds, all those are coming out and it's taken off, even though nobody knew that it was a book in the first place. Um, Zane, do you have another one on your list? Okay. So I also have the wizard of Oz and I feel like that's one of the most influential <clears throat> movies of all time. And that being that like before it was just sort of like a monotone tone to like most movies they were in black and white and it took it to color and it stood the test of time because it's seven years old and so widely viewed and like not many people knew it was a novel either. Yeah. And I, I, that's another great one because you guys aren't doing the whole kind of Harry Potter thing here where I think I think a lot of people would go on this route. Wizard of Oz, I would think the, most of our audience here does not even know that was a book. I think it was a children's book, wasn't it? Mm. And it was like 1900 it when was, it came out. It was kind of dark. It was yeah, kind of dark. Yeah. And like they took a lot of like the killing in it because like there is like a darker side of that story. Yeah. And that and when when did the movie, do we know when the movie came out? Wasn't it like 1930 something? 70 years ago. So yeah, right yeah, around then. 1930s. Around then. We also have the new one that came out not too long ago, I forget what it was called, like Oz the... Land, like Oz the Great and Powerful or Yeah, something. yeah, yeah, it, where they kind of take it on a different spin and show how the wizard actually came to be the wizard. Mm. So Did that, that, really did that cool. get, was that like received well? Did, did it do well? Because um, I yeah. don't know much about that movie. I thought it, I thought it was pretty popular when it first came out. Mm. Um, I think it did kinda, well at the, at the box office. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
All right, great. Ryan, do you have another one? Um, yeah, I have A Beautiful Mind on there. Not oh, a lot of people know that um, that was actually a novel. And then um, we actually watched it in our health class here, and it was it was a very good movie. I thought they did a very good job capturing everything in that. So, Yeah, another great one. Uh, let's let's throw out just one of the, the ones that you typically hear in an argument like this, The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. That's a recent one where everybody, I think, would bring this up in this discussion. Uh, are you guys more fans of the book series if you read them? I don't know if you read them or not, or, or the movies if you saw those. Zane? Uh, I had to read the book series for my academic challenge at Danbury, okay. and I enjoyed them a lot more than the movies. Okay. I think partially that is because the tragic death of one of the actors in it, and they had to change the plot for part of the second and third with the head game maker passing away. And because of that, I didn't really like them. I thought the first was good, and I thought the second was okay. But after that, I thought they were just... Yeah, and that was one of the series where they divided the last book into two movies, right? Yeah. And it just seemed like that one was totally unnecessary to have have at that point. What do you think of The Hunger Games, Ryan? I thought the movies were pretty good. And as far as, honestly, just the main character, I think Jennifer Lawrence did an amazing job um, like throughout the entire series. But I, I do agree with you that, you know, they have to cut things out. Um, but, I mean, there's plenty of movies that we can think of that have done that. So um, The Giver, for instance, not to completely change the subject, but um, I read The Giver while I was in middle school, I believe, and I went and saw the movie, and they completely cut out, like, a mm. lot of the movie. That um, book is ten times better than the movie. I don't, oh, know, yeah. I don't know if anyone has ever read yeah, that. Because we both went to Danbury and had to read a lot of the same books. So yeah. It's not even comparable. No, yep. no. They completely cut out a sled scene where actually he goes down um, a slope on a sled um, in the middle of winter and he like breaks his leg. And they had to take that out for, I don't know, if they had to make it PG-13 or something. They couldn't show all of that, but... Um, they completely took that out, which was, you know, basically vital to the story because they didn't show a lot of, they went from great memories to war and nothing in between. And it was just like, you guys are missing a lot of progression. Yeah. All right. Well, that's great stuff, guys. That was an, that was an awesome conversation. Uh, really good examples that weren't the typical ones I think you hear in a conversation like this. Uh, so we appreciate having, having you on the podcast. And uh, for those of you out there listening, we appreciate it. Subscribe, share, do everything you can to get the word out. And uh, we hope you'll continue listening to The Novice Novelist. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Novice Novelist Podcast. Please subscribe and share and tune in every week to hear more Port Clinton High School students become the Novice Novelist.